Hey guys, what's going on? This is Glenn, and welcome to episode 122 of the Glenn Thinks the Podcast. What's going on? How are you? It's October. It is October. We're in October now, man. We are coming to the home stretch of 2020. And uh, I, for one, am happy about that. It's like, just, man, it's been a crazy year. It has been a crazy year. A lot of crazy stuff has happened this year. In South Carolina, man, the pandemic is over. People just, they opened, they said restaurants. Our governor got yesterday was like, restaurants can now be at 100% again. And everybody's like, it's over. It's over, which when it was going on, it really wasn't going on here. Because, like, people just, as most people don't wear masks here. And, um, and I was actually just, uh, at my chiropractor today, and he was like, now that the pandemic is over, that's, that's what he said. The pandemic is over. I'm like, didn't the president just get the, the thing? But I mean, it's like the more that I, the more that I, um, have thought about it through all of this. Like, everything that has, that has happened, you know, like, I do understand the, I do understand the attitude of people not wanting to wear masks. Like, I get that, you know, and I know that I've made fun of people, and I do. I think that you should do it just to be a good person, right? I think that you should do it, I think that you should do it to be a decent neighbor to people, right? Not because the government's telling you to do it, because the more that I've thought about this, the more that I've kind of, uh, and I do have like a mind that, um, I guess there's like a paranoia about me a little bit when it comes to the government, but whenever something bad is going on, the government likes to kind of seize control like that they didn't have before. And then when the whole thing is said and done, and over with, they don't relinquish that control back to the people, you know? So the more that I've thought about it, the more that I'm like, you know, I'm not wearing a mask because the government's telling me to wear a mask around people. I'm doing it to make you more comfortable. I'm doing it to potentially protect you from if I was sick. You know what I mean? I think that people should just do stuff to be decent people. You know, not because the government can, they don't even know what's going on, man. They don't, that nobody, they just, come on. No, if, 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 yeah, it's not a politician that's ever going to save us from nothing. But I'm going to, I'm not even going to, like, man, I'm going to try not to talk about political stuff because you get, everybody's like, everybody's mad about everything all the time. They all suck, man. Let me tell you. But uh, I was thinking about, let me talk about something more important. Let me try to uplift you today because I don't want to be about, I don't want to like, I don't want the score. Glenn Complains About Stuff should be the name of this podcast. I want to try to uplift you a little bit and try to uh, try to joke around and talk about some stuff. The, this is something that I thought about yesterday that I never, I never had, um, I never thought about before. Um, like when you're getting an order, when they're taking your order, you know, I was like, how funny would it be if, you know, they take your order and then if it's like a, if it's like a place where you got to go back up and get your food, you know, if they're like, we need a name for the order. What if you just, if they're like, we need a name for the order and you just start going,
and you just did that like really long and they would say what was that you would just say a fart noise you know or if you did it like there's this japanese place that i like to go to and they take your order you know and i've been getting sushi like every week now every week i've been getting sushi and it's like every friday for maybe lunch I get sushi, but it's not, or like a snack in the afternoon, I get sushi, like on the week, sometimes on the, on Saturday, but a lot of times on Friday afternoon, and I eat so much sushi, man, that I just feel kind of, I, I be feeling rough, man, and, um, and, like, I'll go to this Japanese place, and they have, like, a tape where you can get the takeout. You can actually drive through and get the takeout. And they always ask for a name for the order. I was like, how great would that be if you just, like, if they said, can I make a name for the And you were just, and you went really long with that. And then, like, if, because uh, when I pull up to the window, they're like, Glenn, and I'm like, yeah. But what if they were like, you know, if I pulled up to the window and they were like, I would be like this. <laughs> that's me. But I mean, you, that's childish, man. That's childish. Maybe I don't know what's wrong with me, but I just started cracking up so much because, you know, I've done voices. That's all been done. I've done voice. I've done all kinds of voices at drafters. And sometimes depending on my mood, like I like to be a different person. They don't know. You know, if you have this, if you have the stupid voice that you do at the drive through, you know, like sometimes I'll just do real Southern and I'll talk like this. And I mean, they don't know that I don't really be like that. So they can't really, I mean, they can't be like, good God, you know, they like to my face, they can't be that way, you know, or you could talk like I've done British and Australian, which my British accent, my Australian accent is pretty much the same thing. But, uh, but like they wouldn't know if that was like really my my voice or not. But if you just made like a if they said, "Can I get a name for the order?" You could just be like, and do it really long too, like. How annoying would that be just to, just to keep just to keep going, man? Just to keep going. And they would be like, what the hell is wrong with this person, man? And but I mean, I just thought about it. it cracked me up. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. It's like your 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 boy, my brain's already like that. You know, my brain already kind of looks for stuff like that. And it might be childish, man. But it might be childish, okay? Okay. But it's funny, right? And especially now, especially nowadays, like we need stuff. We need stuff to uh to uplift us, man. And and like shout out, shout out to Jason from a Mixed Media Forest podcast, Mixed Media Forest podcast. Jason Lampro, man, like I did this podcast. <sighs> I don't know, man, a couple months ago or something like that, where I re like I did a play. I was like, I share my playlist. I invite people to send their playlist to me. And then I went through his playlist and I critiqued his uh, I critiqued all the songs on his playlist. And then like this dude came back and did a whole episode of Mixed Media Forest. It's called The Judgment. You need to check it out. It's the most recent episode that's out now, but it's called Judgment. 
the judgment and he went through my playlist and he just kind of he just kind of um talked about he went through every song on my playlist and talked about and let me tell you something man that made me really happy what made me the most happy I, i was smiling man when i was listening to it um, when he laid into, it was a Jimmy E world song that I had on my playlist. It reminds me of my, I have a few friends that died. Right. And it reminds me, that song reminds me of my friends that died. But Jason was like, Jason didn't know that at the time. And he just said it was kind of a, he's like, this is a weenie song. And then he said that, that Glenn was probably just trying to get laid when he was listening to this back in the day. But like, uh, that made me, man, I cracked up when I heard that. Right. And, um, and I mean, there was, it was like a lot of mainstream songs on that. Like Jason, I could send you a playlist, man. I could make a playlist if, and that would be bad. <laughs> like that you would be like, what is this? Like every song, you know? And, uh, and it was a lot of fun. And we did that. We both did that to each other's playlist. It was a lot of fun. And I mean, right now, Right now, I think that's important. It's important, man, for your emotional health sometimes to like be careful what you be careful what you uh put in your head and like intentionally seek out things to make yourself laugh because yeah, man, everything's crazy. Everything has been so crazy right now. And I mean like uh like it's just uh, people are acting like this whole thing's over and I don't know if it's over. People are tired of this, man. You know, that's the main thing. People are tired of this and, and it's just, it's just, and then on top of this, all this stuff, man, you have like the, uh, you have the elections coming up and everybody thinks that, that, there's going to be some kind of change. Everybody thinks like, here I go right back into Glenn complains about stuff podcast. Um, brought to you by Valium. Um, that'd be crazy if I had that kind of a sponsor. Like if big, uh, pharma sponsored this podcast, (laughs) if they sponsor those companies, they don't have to sponsor nothing, man. They don't have to sponsor nothing because they're they're gonna keep feeding the pills into the mouth of the consumer, you know, in America. And we're all gonna keep buying this. But let me tell you something: these politicians, they go on and on. I'm not just talking about the presidential ones. Sure, I'm talking about them jackasses too. I'm talking that's disrespect. I shouldn't say that about them people, man. But I just don't buy into all this anymore. Like I don't. I just don't drink the Kool Aid at all. I think that they're pretty much the same. Because let me tell you something, I have like my, my, my nightstand by my bed pretty much looks like a pharmacy, right? And I'm not talking about like drugs. I'm talking about vitamins and supplements and stuff that I just do to take care of myself. Like, I mean, you got the, you got the zinc lozenges for when I start to feel weird. You got the elderberry syrup, man. You got the immune uh, boosters. 
You got the multivitamins, you got the vitamin D, you got the fish oil, you got all the stuff, man, because I read, oh, you got the essential oils. Like, because I got, like, I got the rash, you know, the face aids that I talked about having, and then I had the rash on my hands, and I, like, I went back to a dermatologist, and they're like, all right, this isn't working, we're going to switch you over to this other stuff, and I might have talked about this on another podcast, and they're like, man okay i went to get it filled and they're like that's gonna be i forgot what it was 130 or 160 dollars for a little tube of ointment and i was like well man i'll just how about i just keep the eczema how about i just keep the eczema because i'm not paying you 160 i think it's 160 dollars for a little tube of cream or ointment like i'm not i'm not gonna do that i have health insurance man this is the united states of america and I have health insurance, and you want to charge me $160 for something that a specialist deemed necessary for me, right? What I'm supposed to do? Why are these politicians, they all talk about all the stuff, man, and then this this is the best you can do, and I have I've decent insurance. This the best you can do? You let me get raped by, by drug companies or my insurance company being like, we're not going to pay for that. Why? Because we don't think it's necessary. Well, I guess I'm head down to New Orleans, the one of them voodoo people, right? And they can put some, like, what do they put? Some bat sperm and some some dust of a cremated owl. And they do, they shake the rattle over me and, you know, put some ashes behind my ear to cure my eczema that's what i gotta do man i'm like i have to get like essential oils i have to be a hippie i don't want to be a hippie i mean when i was young it's all right to like yeah man natural remedies you know but i mean as you get older like i don't want to do that I don't want to have to oil, like, I got this stuff, is this, like, it's myrrh and something else. I'll be walking around smelling like the back of Spencer's Gifts is what I, why do I, I don't want that. What are you talking about? Like, I don't want to be smelling like myrrh. Like, you smell, that's like what they brought baby Jesus. Like, the one of the three, what would they bring? Gold, incense, and, and myrrh or something like that? Frankincense, that's what it was. It wasn't incense. That's what the three wise men brought to baby Jesus. I, w- I don't want to be smelling like Bethlehem back in the day. You know what I mean? I thought about this week. I thought about being kicked out of Sunday school. Like, let me tell you about I don't. I don't think I've ever talked about it. One time I got kicked out of Sunday school, right? And I don't remember exactly why I got kicked out of Sunday school. I think it was because I was talking so much. I had a lot to say. I either had a lot to say or I had a lot of questions. I talked about the time that I like confronted the Sunday school teacher because they they read a, a verse about circumcision. And I mean, they just blew over that verse because it wasn't the like the what they were trying to do, the lesson or whatever in the in the Sunday school wasn't about circumcision. It was just a word in the text. But I was like, I want to know what it is. And they taught about told me that you chopped like half a penis off. And I've just like I confronted my parents, you know, I had a podcast about that. And uh, I was angry about that because what they had took half of my penis, they chopped it off. And um. I mean, if anybody, you should get to, you should get to pick. But I mean, no, who would pick? You know, maybe it's all right that they circumcise 
like that when you're a baby because like when you get older and your loyal lutz will make everybody choose for themselves like everybody be walking around uncircumcised (laughs) like that's not something that's not something that you put off you know like you think you got a phobia about going to the dentist you know what i mean like that would be if if people if if they were like you know it's medically which i don't i guess i don't know why they do it maybe it's because it's like uh it's more medically uh, that we just suggest that for being clean and whatever, you know, you don't get as many infections. I don't know what they tell you the reason for that is. But, I mean, may, like you think if the if you got to pit like that would be there would be a name for that phobia like circophobia or like uh, or, or choptophobia. It would be like that would be a thing. You think you're scared of like going to your family doctor just think about if you everybody had to do that they wouldn't be be you wouldn't be beating down the doors to do that where well, your insurance covers it it's a hundred percent free it'd be like ah i'm gonna i'll do i'll do it sometime but anyway uh i got kicked out of sunday school uh nothing worse than going down an old circumcision rabbit hole on the podcast. I got kicked out of Sunday school, man, one time, and I'm pretty sure it was from talking or asking too many questions. And I was like, that's pretty it's pretty fitting that the the guy that got kicked out kicked out of Sunday school when you were when you were young, you know, like they get to uh they have a podcast when they get older. Like, you can't stop me. <laughs> I'm going to say what I, I... This podcast is everything I want to say in Sunday school, but never got to say. But, uh, I mean, it wasn't like a habit. It wasn't, and it wasn't even a guy that taught the Sunday school. I remember it sucked, man, because he had these thick books that were made for grown-ups. And we were, like, little. I don't know, man. Like, maybe eight or nine. Maybe even ten, but it wasn't. These books were not for kids; they were for grown-ups, and so I didn't understand nothing that was in it. And so I probably was talking like, "What is this about? Why? What? If, what are we even talking about?" And I got kicked out. They kicked me. They made me stay in the hall. I didn't get any trouble. Maybe they didn't tell my parents. Maybe they didn't tell my parents, man. But uh, what else? Oh, I'd so excitement, excitement. My life is full of excitement. I went to Kentucky Fried Chicken this week. I went to KFC this week, right? And and this particular, this particular KFC, they always get my order wrong because I'll get like a bucket of chicken, some biscuits, couple sides. I mean, it's not like the best food, but it's like if you're in a jam. It's like you got something going on, some activity at night. You just need to feed the people real quick, get them to sleep, get them to bed, school night. This is you got it just to get your bucket of chicken. Call it a day. And so, uh, so I went to the KFC and they, I pulled. They they were like we're out of original, and I was like, well, just give me extra crispy. They said, well, we're out of that too. Everybody's buying chicken. I was like, this KFC, like, how do you run out of chicken? And they were like, it's going to be like 15 minutes. I was like, all right. So I pulled up in parts. I'm not going to be a jerk, man, because I'm not going to be a jerk. I'm not going to be. I was just in a good mood. I pulled up. I pulled in the little space. I turned on some sublime. And I just was like, all right, I'll chill. I'll be patient, man. And uh, 
And so I was just waiting. I waited and waited. And it was like 20 minutes. They came out to my car because it's like a KFC Taco Bell. They came out to my car with a big Taco Bell bag, like full of tacos. I was like, nah, I didn't get this. I got something else. And then they said, well, can we just, can, can we have your receipt just to make sure we don't mess it up? And I was like, all right. And so they went back in and they were gone about another, it was about all together. I probably waited about, dude, I want to say it was like probably 30 minutes all together, 25, 30 minutes. They finally came out, right? And they gave me all these coupons for free tacos. They gave me like eight coupons for free tacos, right? Which I was like, that's cool. I wasn't a dick. I was like, that's cool, man. Um, thank you. And they gave me some apple pie, like the apple pies that are like, there's like a, a bunch of flaky sugar covered crust. And then like the apple jelly with like one little piece of apple, you know what I'm talking about? Like those apple pies you can buy at the store that are like, just like not good. But I was like, thank you. You know, and I got home and they had still messed up my order. They had still messed up my order. And I've driven back there before to be like, y'all messed up, you know, fix it. But I just, it was too late. I was like, how bad is that? How bad is that? That even after I waited a half hour, they took my, physically took my receipt to check it, to make sure they didn't mess up. And the receipt was right. And they still messed it up. Like sometimes you just, sometimes you just got to shake your head, man. Sometimes you just got to shake your head and say, okay, because this ain't worth getting all, it's, it's not worth throwing a hizzy fit about. It's not worth getting all, you know, bro, I'm, I'm upset about it. Yeah. Let, you just got to let it go sometimes, man. I mean, some stuff just isn't that important. Yeah, and that was just something in my life that just wasn't, that I just needed to let go. But I was like, good God, after all that, y'all still got it wrong. But, uh, so that happened to me today. What else made me mad this week? <laughs> let me talk about, let me talk about here. Now, this is something that I just found out about yesterday. Um, let's see if I can, uh, let's see if I can pull up the, uh, I saved the link because I was like, I'll tell the people of the podcast about it. There's this cheese that I never heard of. It's called Casu, Casu Marzu cheese, right? And and um, this article like that I read about it, um, the headline says, Casu Marzu cheese is dangerous, illegal, and filled with maggots. Check this out. Check this out. You heard about this? Look this up. It's Casu, C-A-S-U-M-A-R-Z-U, cheese. All right, and this is what the article said. Uh, the most dangerous cheese in the world, Casu Marzu, is an Italian delicacy. That sounds like something rich people would eat, right? It's an Italian delicacy defined by its illegal status and the maggots that infest it, right? All right, you're going on a trip to Italy. You're planning on taking advantage of the famously delicious cuisine by locating the best gelato, pizza, and wine around. However, clearly you haven't done your research because the most authentic, delectable delicacy is actually casu marzu, a highly specific type of cheese. Or if you want to be 
all American about it. What is that supposed to mean? What is that supposed to mean? As American parentheses. Or if you want to be all American about it, you can simply call it maggot cheese. Well, you call it maggot cheese because that's what it is. That's, yeah, that's being American. We call it how we see it. Now, whoever wrote this is a douchebag. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be negative. Whoever wrote this is just clearly has their own opinions, which is totally fine. And... It's totally fine. <laughs> it's totally fine that they have their own opinion. They're living their truth, man. Casu Marzu comes from the charming Italian island of Sardinia, located in the Mediterranean Sea. The cheese is made from sheep's milk. Casu Marzu takes some time to make. What kind of quality cheese? What kind of quality cheese doesn't? I'm sorry, I forgot how to read. But the process itself is easy. When it's finished, a casu marzu cheese should roughly contain thousands of maggots. All right, so that's how you make it. Let's see. First, the sheep's milk is heated. Then it's given about three weeks to sit so that it can curdle. Next, the crust is cut off. This makes it inviting for flies to enter who lay who then lay their eggs. Afterwards, the cheese is left in a dark hut for two to three months. During that time, the eggs hatch into larvae and promptly begin to eat the now-rotting cheese. The excretions that pass through their bodies are essential. It's kind of like the Kopi Luwak. You know, the Kopi Luwak, like the the expensive coffee that they pull out of the poop, um, the the poop and they make that's an expensive coffee the excretions that pass through their bodies are essential as they are what gives the cheese its distinct distinct soft texture and rich flavor and as the italians say presto you have your casu marzu the best comparison that can be made is to the taste of the very ripe gorgonzola cheese though what you're actually tasting is larva excrement. That is insane, man. All right, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's extremely hard to get your hands on it. Um, due to health implications, the sticklers at the European Food Safety Authority have banned the cheese... Um, you must go through the Italian black market to get it. So, isn't that crazy? Let's see. It is important for one to note whether the maggots are alive or not. Dead maggots are usually an indication that the cheese has gone bad. <laughs> yeah, if the, <laughs> if the maggots are dead, the cheese has gone bad. Um, let's see. Thus, Casu Marzu must be consumed... When the maggots are still alive, when eating the cheese, one is meant to close their eyes. It's not to avoid looking at the maggots as you eat them, but to protect your eyes from them. When bothered, the maggots will jump up, sometimes going as high as six inches. Next tip. It is imperative for one to properly chew and kill the maggots before swallowing. Otherwise, they can live in the body and rip holes through the intestines. No biggie, but kind of a biggie. Let's see. I'm just reading this because, like, I know that if you eat this, I want you to, like, be safe about it. The next step is 
less of a safety precaution and more of a way to just enhance the culinary experience. It's advised to enjoy the Casu Marzu with a moistened flatbread. It also pairs well with a glass of strong red wine, um, which I guess acts as a chaser to all these magas. Potentially because the two go well together, possibly because of the added liquid courage. That's insane. Isn't that insane? Like you gotta you gotta shut your eyes so not to look away from the maggots, but the maggots like jump up and they'll jump in your face. Which is crazy, man. That's insane. Like it's just crazy that people like <laughs> imagine that. Imagine getting a char what is it, charcuterie? A charcuterie. But look at Glenn. Look at Glenn over there in South Carolina knowing about charcuterie and stuff. I like a nice charcuterie. I'm actually like, I like some cheese, man. I like the cheese. I like the sharper cheese. I like the, uh, I love Gouda, man. It's kind of a mild cheese, but I like Gouda cheese. I like to try different, I like to try new things, man. I would not try this. This is not something that, um, that I have any interest in whatsoever. But, uh, but anyway, so that's a thing. That's a thing that uh that you can check out if you'd like to. Um what else do I have on my list of things to tell you today? Um I know that I Oh, the uh Carlos Correa from Houston, right? Houston got in trouble for the cheating scandal. And at first they fired their their uh, manager and they hired Dusty Baker and you know they did the little apology where Bregman, Altuve and was Korea there when they did the little press conference with the owner and it wasn't really like they really didn't say sorry and take responsibility but Carlos Korea is a prick and he runs his mouth a lot and they just beat the twins um they just beat the twins in a in a in a like a road to the play like I think it was like a playoff appearance like the first it was like the first round of the playoffs and they beat Minnesota which the twins like I forgot I read the stat like if it's the Yankees I'll keep up with you uh but they played the twins which have like not won in their last something like it's like 14 or 16 playoff appearances they always lose right and so Carlos Correa came out and said, um, for the Astros, he came out and said, people are mad. Um, people are mad. People don't want to see us here. What are they going to say now? We're a solid team. We won a series on the road in Minnesota. So what are they going to say now? That's what he said. And after he said that, like, everybody's like, I'll tell you what I'm going to say, you know? screw off you're a cheater man you know but yeah you beat you you were on the road in an empty stadium there weren't fans there there weren't fans there riding you and hazing you and you beat a team that loses every time in the playoffs like not every time but congratulations you know what i mean just that that arrogance man that arrogance is what, like, why people don't like Houston. And after they did that, like, the social media guy from Houston, like, for the Astros was, like, they tweeted out that quote from Carlos Correa being, like, stay mad, we'll stay winning, hashtag for the H. And and it's, like, all these fans 
from Houston are like, it's us against the world. It's like, dude, let your team, they cheated. Like, I don't hate Houston fans. Like, I don't hate, if you live in Houston and that's your team or you're just a Houston fan, I don't have a problem with you. I have a problem with your team stealing signs and, like, just to be arrogant. You know what I mean? Like, to be arrogant after you do, it's kind of like, this is kind of the same thing to me when I saw him say this. It's like, you stupid prick. Like, you don't, it's like beating up a guy in a wheelchair and then be like, that's right. What is, what are you going to say now? You're like, you're like, you're awesome. You know what I mean? Like you, maybe if you beat a team that was actually worth anything, you know, that was actually good in the postseason, then like, I'll get like, yeah, okay. You got bragging rights, but to like beat up a guy in a wheelchair and then gloat, like people are only mad because you broke the rules, bro. Yeah, people aren't mad. People aren't mad because you won against a crap team. I'm sorry if there's any Minnesota Twins in. But I mean, it's just like the way that it is, man. And uh, I just don't understand that attitude. It kind of makes me mad. The older I get, the more, the more, maybe it's just being grumpy a little bit. Like people that drive bikes on the road. Like, that's bugged me for a long time, especially if I'm in a way, if I'm in a rush to get somewhere. Like, if I'm in a rush to get somewhere and I pull up behind a bunch of bicyclists, like, I'm not a bicyclist. I don't, like, I don't do that. And if I did, I would think that I would like to go to a park or, like, bike trails. I wouldn't ride on the main highways, right? And sometimes you get this huge group of them. You get these huge groups of bikers and they're in the middle of the road and you can't pass them. You can't like, it is, you don't want to like, I don't want to put them in danger, but at the same time, it's like, dude, I pay taxes on these roads from my car taxes. Like you don't pay taxes. Like you don't pay taxes for ride your bike. Right. So why should somebody, why should somebody that pays taxes for roads from paying their car taxes, like, why should I have to be held up by somebody that don't pay no taxes, right? It just doesn't make sense. And the older I get, I'm just like, oh, stupid. And I don't let it, like, eat my lunch or anything. Maybe it's this year, man. Maybe it's this year. I've I've been thinking, like, you're just getting older, Glenn, and you're being more, like, um, you're being more, because you kind of get comfortable in your ways, because you're so comfortable. I'm so comfortable with how I am now, man. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter if someone's like, oh, this is, this is, uh, this. Like, hey, be mad. Stay mad. And they're trying to start something with me. I'm just like, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna engage. May I'm not gonna engage as much. I'm still... I'm still open-minded because certain things have changed. But like the whole mask thing, like with the government uh, overreaching some of their power. And that's not, don't take that as a conservative view because I'm just as like turned off by the conservative side as I am by the liberal side. Like I'm homeless, man. I'm politically homeless. But, but I understand like the government being like, we're, we just have this power now. 
and like it's like the change thing that I talked about on the podcast, like how they just are like, oh, we just don't have any change and we can do that and we can just tell you that there's a change shortage and so you have to swipe your card so that leaves a digital footprint that we can have access to if we want to because we're monitoring all of you anyway and just not telling you like it's that kind of stuff like those kind of those kind of overreaches that I don't that turn me off man because when everything's said and done you ain't gonna give it back so I got a problem with that you know what I'm saying but uh but anyway, man, yeah, just like stuff like that. I'm just more, I'm more like, I'll just be like, you're stupid. <laughs> like, don't even, you're just an idiot. Don't even talk. What's wrong with you? Like arrogance, there's a difference between being arrogant. Man, this doesn't make any sense. I know that I'm talking in circles. But I mean, there's a difference between being arrogant and being confident, right? I, uh, I understand the adrenaline in a game. I understand the adrenaline that athletes get in a game and I understand being confident and believing in yourself and believing in your team. But there's a difference between confident, being confident and just being arrogant, you know, and Carlos Correa, like, dude, you're good, but you're not, you're not on that level. Did you hear that? I had a little gas <laughs> just burnt, but, uh, you're just not on that on that level. So when he came out and talked like that, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way, man. Don't nobody want to see that. And I mean, the Yankees, October baseball, it gets really good. It gets really good in October. Baseball gets really good. You know, we're winding down. We're come, we're the playoffs. The Yankees are, I think we're playing a series with the Rays starting Monday. I'm excited about that. We swept Cleveland that was awesome because we've been like injury laden. We've been injury laden this season. We've had a lot of, uh, we've had a lot of injuries. And so I'm excited to see what happens. Um, you know, here in the postseason. you know, we're already, we swept the Indians. I just hope that we keep up that momentum. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's exciting. Um, what else do I got? Do I got anything else? Do I even need to say anything, Glenn? You've said enough. You have been, you have complained enough today, Glenn. Um, what was I going to tell you about? Is that it? I think that's about it. But anyway, anyway, that was a little bit, that was all uncalled for. But, um, but I hope that everybody has a good week, man. We're, we're getting near. We're getting near, we're getting near something. <laughs> I don't know what we're getting near. We're getting near something. And I mean, whatever the, whatever the outcome of the election is, man, just, just, yeah. it's not, nothing's going to really change. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get all, don't get all flabbergasted or whatever the word is. That's not even a good word. Don't get your panties all in a wad over this stuff because it's all white money. And it's just, it's just, man, either way, either way, ain't nothing really going to change between them two guys. But, um, I hope that, I mean, I hope that you actually think about, I hope that you actually think about it and think about how things have been and think about how your life has been. And I mean, in the last 10 years, no matter who was president, like my, like my life around me hasn't changed that much. 
You know, you just got people on the federal level thinking that they know how to run something that they don't have any. I mean, there's not like a school. There's not like a school that these guys go to. It's all like lawyers and 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 people like that who go and and are greasy and make a lot of money and make their friends rich. And I mean, the little guy gets screwed, even if they say that they are for the little guy and you drink that Kool-Aid. Yeah. Uh, who's the guy that was the Kool-Aid? Jim Jones. Was that the guy that made people drink all the Kool-Aid? Yeah, he was for the little guy, too, buddy. Let me tell you, <laughs> a lot of people bought into that. Is that the um, that one, the Branch Davidians? That was the Waco guy. Was that was it wasn't it Jim Jones that everybody drank the Kool Aid? Yeah, yeah, he cared about people. He should have been a politician. He would have actually been actually instead of a cult leader, he could have done better in Washington, man. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Glenn, you're so positive. You can always count on me to spread a little sunshine every day. But uh, thank you for listening to my podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I was overly overly negative today i hope that you had a little bit of fun the little farty thing the, the, the like when someone asks for a name for the order that's pretty good huh but uh thank you for listening all the contact information's in the notes of the podcast i hope that you um have a good day have a good week stay safe and uh i will talk to you next week